Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Scary Movie 3, welcome to the future, baby. So you think you hot shit cause you got ice on your wrist. Now you're all picture this tough guy turned bitch. Knew he was lying by the way his eyes switch. He thought when he swallowed when he spoke his voice, bitch. My first boss to slap him up, but I'm grown. So I dropped the jewel in his ear, told him to get on, leave it alone. Now he's asking questions, he should have asked him to start. I'm a spit from the heart, I'm a spit till it's dark. On the stage of the park, I won't bite and be bark. Just to show him that it's fun of me. Now take a look at what being broke done to me. I am the truth, plus I'm hungry. Head to tell Playboy, what's it gonna be? You cannot escape your Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Not that type, pretty tight. Also, you, you realize you say shitting with me on the couch. You can't say the word sitting properly. Dude, I don't want to tell everybody that I have like speech impediments. You do. That's why technically I, I won the bet we were just talking about weeks ago. But it's listening. not fair. Like, it's known that I have speech impediments. When I was little, I would stutter. Let's go over and when I you were little list. words you used to say. But why do we have to do that? You're not going to edit this, and I don't really want everyone to know They used to how call it spaghetti and wallops everyone instead used of to call olives. It, wait, so, so, hang on. No, people called everyone, spaghetti. Everyone used to call it spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> Can you start this over? If you're new here, every single week, my wife further embarrasses herself in front of a national audience and spits cherry coke back in the soda she just drank. But man, I'm exhausted. I've had a long day. After that, we talk about our lives and we review a random movie that we watched because we're married with movies. Thumbs up. Ting. And then like a, like a nice like shiny thing is off my tooth. Ting. You know, that's how it works. It is May 23rd. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it completely wrong month and day. <laughs> 2004. Uh, no, 2019. Um, yeah. Uh, we just got done with uh, a long weekend. What are you looking back and forth for? That was weird. <laughs> I was trying to think if we already talked about the movies we saw. We I saw not. a movie. I saw a movie. We saw different movies because for the first time I said, fuck no, I'm not sitting in a movie for my daughter. She loved it. What did you see? We went and saw Ugly Dolls. Jillian loved it. Mm-hmm. She loved the dolls. She loved the movie. She loved the singing. She loved it. What did you think? It was good. It was, it was good. It was fine. I mean, it was great. It was fine. <laughs> Is it... So, we've it talked was, about it was, this. It, it was a kid's movie. It was fine. It's not like Disney... Or Pixar, mm-hmm. but it's the other one that made this movie. No, it's not even the other one. I don't think that made this movie. I don't even know what this one was. No, it was good. It was it was a really really sweet uplifting story. Mm-hmm. I thought the characters were really cute that they did. The concept was whatever. I like the underlying story though, because Lord knows I'm not perfect, especially if you listen to this show. Was there a monster with a giant mouth? No. Or an, an ugly doll with a giant mouth that you could identify I'm with. I'm sure that there was. Well, there you go. There you go. So I can't sit through those movies. I just can't. It's bad enough if I had to sit through The Little Mermaid 2 and I had to sit through Kronk's New Groove. 
all sort of crap we had to do for the show. What's the groove you you wanted to do? No, I didn't. I wanted to do the Emperor's New Groove, and you bought the one that had both of them. I didn't buy that. I'm pretty sure you bought that. I'm pretty sure I didn't buy I'm that. Pretty sure you bought I'm that. pretty sure I didn't buy that. So I was like, look. Go to the receipts. I'm going to Here's a receipt of every movie I've ever bought. Um... <laughs> I used to keep my movies in order of how I bought them. Like You're the order. Such me, a weird. You say I'm of, a weirdo. Who? Okay, everyone alphabetizes their movies, mm-hmm. or you put them in like by genre. You put them in the order that you bought them. I did for the first like two years. You're a fucking only, idiot. And then when I uh, started closing out blockbusters, I'm like, oh, this shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> I don't remember what I grabbed first. You like know? I don't understand you and Rich, a friend of the show, Rich Kimalucci. Went through these phases when you guys were living together in mm-hmm. college, where you like guys organize just... our movies by Rotten Tomato score. That one's actually yeah. pretty clever because that's like, do I want to watch a really good movie or do I want to watch something that's shitty? Yeah, know? but those fluctuate daily. So what you checked every day and you move well, the movies don't. around? The, they the, could. The Rotten Tomato they score could. to Major they League could. hasn't changed in twenty years. Wait till all these pu- prepubescent children see it. Man, it's a shame you ain't reading the box today. <laughs> I'm on a roll today, um, and then you guys did it by like. Director, Rich did that. I was that like, was ridiculous. I was like, I'm out, bro. <laughs> I'm out. Um, Put the fan. It's real hot in here. Put the fan. No, you're just nervous because you're worried about what other things you're going to say incorrectly. So I took it upon myself to take the time. What? Nothing. To, I'll just wait till we start doing impressions on the show. Uh huh. To see movie. Another one of us got to see. It's almost out of theaters. Um, but it was surprisingly pretty busy. I mean, for eleven at an eleven ten a.m. showing on a fucking Sunday, I went and saw Shazam. I had no interest in seeing it um, because I if if I'm gonna torture myself through a DC universe movie, it's gonna be characters that I'm familiar with. Never never been familiar with or cared about Shazam. I mean, who has? The, you know, the previews didn't do anything for me. The reviews were really good. You know. But I was like, I'll give it a shot. It's the only thing going on right now that I have not seen that I eventually will see. And it was really good. It was very good. I think you would really enjoy it. Had uh, a lot of levity to it, but some surprisingly dark and serious moments. Great cast. Looked good. Fun. Really dug it. My Mm -hmm. second favorite DC Universe movie after Wonder Woman. That's not hard, though. Well, no, but I mean, it beats the shit out of any Superman movie. And Suicide Squad. I thought that would be at the top of your list. Uh, Suicide Squad is so bad that I want to join a Suicide Squad while I watch it. Watch it I'm so. changing, for the fuck-ups, I'm changing my movie pick. It's going to be Suicide Squad. No, you Three can't. Three times. No, you can't do that. No. Fine. I'll do no. it. I'll save it for another bet. I actually have something for 251 to 300, but it's like one way because I already know a lot of the information, so I don't know how to do it. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it afterwards. Let's get into today's movie, because we're recording this, as you heard, on May 23rd, the day this episode is supposed to post. So you're going to literally get a chance to hear this just mere hours after it. It's going to be hot the press. Hot, stinky podcast here for you. Yeah. Stinky pile of shit, just like this movie. Scary, Let's get into it. Scary Movie 3. If you listened last week, you know we had a debate. I almost made the worst purchase of my entire life and bought the other... Two scary movies. I would refuse to buy four and five. I, I think that you forgot how great scary movie one. 
The only reason I would have bought Scary Movie 1 is, like I mentioned last week, I would have had you tell a story about how your mother took you My and your cousin. How, wait, wait. How old was I when Scary Movie 1 came out in theaters? You were like 13 years I was old. 13, I was 13 years old. Your mother took you to see Scary Movie per the request of your cousin My Troy. My cousin who was two years older than, three uh-huh. years older than me, so he was and like 16. And of course, 16. Scary Movie has like... All these dicks. Balls coming out of skirts and a dick... Glory hole. A glory hole dick ear spot. My mom has... Never taking me to see movies since. So, uh, so we don't own those two first movies. But when I told my mom we were doing this movie Mm -hmm. for the podcast, she's like, oh, are you going to tell the story of? And I said, of course I'm going to tell that story. Of course. So we have the good scary movie, scary movie three. All right. Let's get to it. I disagree. As I said just a few moments ago, after I put my daughter back to sleep, I just read Hop on Pop and I did it effortlessly. So that's all I'm saying. All right, let's Scary see how much you fuck three. this up. Great trilogies come in threes. Outrageously funny. The funniest scary movie yet, says ABC TV. Oh, yeah. Renowned ABC TV. Three times the laughs. Three times the terror. Three times the stars. Charlie Sheen, Two and a Half Men. Anna Ferris, Scary Movie 1 and 2. What? Anna and Era, Anna both work. I think she pronounces her name Anna, though. That's, is, is there, like, a specific pronunciation of each? Well, like, Anna's more, like, Anna, like, like Norwegian, like, European I work with an Anna, and she's Hispanic. And she's, we call her either one. Scary Movie 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin, My Baby's Daddy. Queen Latifah, Chicago. Regina Hall, Scary Movie 1 and 2. And Denise Richards, Undercover Brother. Take Scary Movie 3 to unprecedented levels of hysterically twisted comedy. With the help of non-stop celebrity cameos, including Pamela Anderson, Jenny McCarthy, George Carlin, Leslie Nielsen, and a who's who of rap artists, thrillers, blockbusters, and pop culture get the... <laughs> yes! So that counts as one. That does get the what. You can continue get from right there. Get there. Mm. Best goosing yet. I saw the word goosing and I was like... <laughs> you, got, you got all discombobulated. You saw goosing. You thought what? A news anchor woman... Ferris investigates a killer videotape that's making its way around town, digs into a mysterious crop circle on an ex-priest's farm, and falls in love with a wannabe white rapper. Rapid, well, that was Rapid-fire jokes and funny-bone-chilling suspense are sure signs this outrageous comedy will have you laughing your head off. It's laugh-out-loud funny, says Kiss FM. That sucks. Yes, I'm so glad. That, this is episode 245, so we only have five more left in our bet, and that just made you ahead 13 to my 12. Because we did count Samantha's stutter, we reviewed the tape. We reviewed the tape, I did stutter, up. I did stutter. But I, I, my aunt said I started a lot when I was a kid, and then I also couldn't read till I was seven, so I think you should cut me some slack. No, you're just an idiot. Like why I'm should not I... an idiot. I'm gifted. I did better on my SATs than you, and I have a higher IQ than you I stuttered you and didn't learn how to... Those are both fucking not right at all. They are accurate statements. Accurate statements. Based on bullshit black and white tests that don't mean okay. anything. Okay. Based on, on black and white okay. numbers. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. When this is over... You have a photographic memory, we're so gonna it's take, not fair to do We're going to take like an them. IQ test after this. The same IQ test. The first one we found online, we're going to take it, and we're going to see what happens. Okay? Okay. Don't come crying to me. Dude, this movie sucks. <laughs> 
My first note was, oh my God, what have we done? So I saw this in theaters when uh-huh. I was working at the theater uh-huh. in 2003 when yeah, it came when out. Yeah, when you were 16. Yo, when you're 16 years old, this movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Nick Cannon's hilarious. Well, also, so I watched this right after I'd seen Airplane for the first time. As a child, my grandmother was a big fan of the Naked Gun movies. So I saw all the Naked Gun movies, probably way earlier than I should have in my life. And always was a fan of, like, spoofs and, like, the Zuck- same thing with Hot Shots, the Zucker Brothers. I still, to this day, love the Kentucky Fried movie. That's a different style of, like, sketch spoof comedy that's in the 70s and much more R-rated than, like, this. Yeah. Um, the first two scary movies are R-rated, but also you got the Wayan Brothers, like, influence in it, and they're totally different than this. Completely because, different. Because they're this- funny. Because they're funny. So I don't think those first two movies are funny. I think we need to rewatch them. Just like you needed to rewatch this movie to realize that it sucked. I think you need to give those other two a chance. Let me go to my notes that I wrote. So when I saw this in theaters, I was dying. And even while we watched this. Because you had context as well. Well, that too. Because you had this context. This movie ages so bad. And that's part of the reason I don't like Scary Movie 1 and even more so 2. Scary Movie 2, they didn't finish until like two or three weeks before the movie came yeah. out. Because they wanted the most, like, topical references. But, but haunted houses are everywhere. How many movies come out now yeah. about these fucking haunted houses? You know what houses? isn't topical? That bullshit Nike uh, dribbling drum commercial. That, yes, Rich Camelich and I did a parody of seven years after the fact that it came out. But. <laughs> I fucking hate you. But. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. But. Get your hand out my face. But. Get out my face. At the time, it's like, okay, cool, that's funny. Like, so when you spoof uh, 8 Mile and Signs and uh, fucking The Ring movies that now, like, nobody cares about (laughs) and watches. And you know what the funny thing is? The original ending of this movie was parodying Hulk and The Matrix Reloaded. And that somehow would have been fucking worse. So much worse. (laughs) It's so much worse. But you know it, what? It just doesn't hold up at it doesn't. all. But what a cast, though. What a cast. The cast does their fucking damnedest with what they're given. They, they, they I have. It's an ensemble of, of really great pieces. I have it three is. really difficult decisions for MVP and three really difficult decisions for LVP. And for LVP, for one of them, I'm just like... Man, all their bits just sucked. So it's not that person's fault, really. He tried his damnedest. Um, but, I'm not gonna... So he's not the one I'm going to go with. The, yeah, the first thing I wrote was, this is not aged well. Uh, and that's just Pamela Anderson's jugs. I was going to, like, my third note is, what do you think of Pamela Anderson's tits? What do I... <laughs> was that to yourself or you were no, to, to ask you. me? Um, they are a lot like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are they a lot like? Man, what are they a lot like? I'm trying to equate them. They are a lot. I mean, like, I I saw them. I don't need you to tell me what they I've are. I've used this like. reference uh, on a drunk history for Podswoggle before. They're like Pink's career. It's like they're there and like, man, that's okay. This is promising. Cool. And that's like, oh, what happened here? And like, oh, they're back. <laughs> and now she's kind of old, and my mom likes her. <laughs> No, I mean, that whole first scene's so fucking painful to fucking watch. It's really painful. Every joke just doesn't land, and it's Jenny McCarthy and Pam Anderson fucking acting. And it's just like, we are they in They are for, terrible actors. And it, it really sums up. So after that, the whole movie is summed up by this. Some gags work. Some some work. But they just don't stop, so it hurts it overall. Yeah, they... Like, they, when yeah. one gag hits, 
It doesn't give any room to breathe. Here comes four more gags. Here's a sight gag. Here's a pratfall. Here's a spoof. Here's something gross. Let's just go, 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 go. With Pamela Anderson, Jenny McCarthy, Charlie Sheen, y'all keep getting them checks. Well, they are still getting all them checks from all the projects they did in the 90s. I know. Um, so, yeah, so I, I chuckled. I chuckled throughout the movie because there's, there's a couple things that... Uh, I saw this movie, I think, with Keaton and Zangri, and there's a couple things that we just found, like, like universally funny. My favorite part of the movie is when the kid throws the cranes and Regina Hall, she goes, all right, who the fuck did that? <laughs> that's just funny. Regina Hall's great. Regina Hall is awesome. Like, that stuff's She's funny. Great. Like, I'm gonna laugh at a couple, like, dumb-ass things that Leslie Nielsen's does, but, I like, mean, the Miller Lite twins parody is like, so old. I honestly, I don't even know where to begin to unpack this That's movie. just not universal. Like, why? Because there was a commercial that yeah, did there was, it. Yeah, well, no, I know, I know the reference. Samantha. Oh, oh, I know the reference, but like, like at the why time, why was it twins? Why? Because man, what guy doesn't love fucking sisters that look alike? That maybe both of them will fuck <laughs> me at the same time, and they'll commit an affront to God when they do it. Because um, it was like I forget what the actual song was. I think I'm in the actual song. I don't even know, but it's like things a real man likes, and it's like trucks and beef and twins, and like that's all that it was. And those was the actual twins from the commercial, and yeah, it's that it was hey man, it was the two thousands. <laughs> it was a weird time. Okay. So like that stuff like makes me feel so fucking old, and I it, I don't laugh. So I think it boils down to like the Zucker brothers just aren't meant for modern times. Like I mentioned earlier, the Kentucky Fried movie you could not make today. There's you there's, couldn't. There are you cannot do Catholic high school girls in trouble or. Just like the well, the, we'll the danger man. Oh, we're gonna we're, um, we'll, we'll get we own it, so I'm sure that we'll get to it. But like on the show, like so much stuff in this. But if you do like comedy and you like sketch comedy, like SNL and Generation Sketch Show from the University of Florida, you should check out Kentucky Fried Movie. But even the Kentucky Fried Movie has bits in it that don't work. Of that, course, that's just gonna be sketch but, comedy. What it is, but what I mean is like their style is is not today's PC culture. So, like, even in this movie, them, you know, sexifying and glorifying women and the priest stuff, which was the furthest thing from funny, like, it just It made me uncomfortable. It was just like... like, I was like, like, oh, they went there. It just wasn't funny at all. It wasn't. But, like, in 2003, I feel like an audience would have saw them and be like, ha-ha, that priest is gonna rape that little boy. And it's like... Speaking of that little boy. are we? I hate creepy-ass fucking kids. It's been like creepy-ass little kids in a comedy movie. My biggest... My biggest fear in my life mm-hmm. is creepy-ass kids. Sure. Because so, you don't know what they're going to do. They're going to... They don't know what they're going to do. They don't know. They're, they're going to kill you. They're going to eat your brain. They're going to... They're just real creepy. I hate creepy kids. I hate it. And this kid was like the fucking creepiest kid. This he kid was. was creepier than the kid from Looper. Yeah, he was. We recovered our but the, very the, first episode. The point is, second episode. I mean, he got the point across. First episode? That, yeah, very first episode. He was supposed to be creepy, but you know, like because it's a parody of all these other ones. I know, but it wasn't funny. But he looked creepy. like a possum. It wasn't funny, creepy. It was creepy, creepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wasn't the MVP because that was the point. But yeah, he's Look. and also he got hit by a vehicle every five seconds. 
The kid just kept getting bitten up. And Again, he kept what's funny about a th- like a, what's funny about a ten year old getting beat up with a shovel and an axe and a, a fucking minivan? Like it's just not funny. But blowing up Mother Teresa's face, <laughs> like I'll chuckle at that. Comedy. Like I have like notes throughout them, like things that I found funny. So like. Just Ja Rule with a shotgun. Fucking Ja Rule. Blowing up Mother Teresa's face to jump through a wall? Yeah, I'm going to fucking laugh at that. This is ridiculous. The same thing with um, when Charlie Sheen is holding the ball and he goes, uh, he says, like, some, like, George, bring this. And, like, George rams into his testicles. And he goes, my balls. And then George brings bowling balls and hits him in the balls. And he goes, Jesus. No, 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 no. And then the way it shot, Simon Rex turns around and he's got a Jesus statue. Like, that's clever. Like, come on. That's funny. <laughs> You're not laughing. I'm not. No. no. Like I like that. I liked stuff. when Queen Latifah got into a fight with the girl from the TV. Sure, I didn't. I didn't like the. I don't have any notes about the Matrix stuff at all. Because uh, I'm not an Eddie Griffin fan. Uh, Orpheus is lazy. Um, yeah, not not about any of that. Uh, I wrote creepy kid effective. There we go. Um. Oh. Oh. Um. Here's an important note that I, I think I should read. <clears throat> when Fat Joe is the best part of your movie 30 minutes in, you are in trouble. Because <laughs> yeah. they go into the 8 Mile parody and it's like, oh, this is rough to watch. And then Fat Joe just gives like a, a really yeah, you good know battle rap. Who the fuck was that earnest looking motherfucker? What earnest motherfucker? The earnest looking main character. Oh, George Simon Rex? Simon he, Rex has a, a interesting career. Uh, he looks like he's earnest. I don't think you know what Jim Varney looks like. I don't see it at all. Also, I Simon Rex is like a Tommy Hilfiger model, and Jim Varney died of lung cancer. <laughs> so, there's the difference between those two. Um, Simon Rex was a, uh, a Tommy Hilfiger model, uh, but before that, he did like solo like masturbation pornos, <laughs> and then he what? and then he replaced. Did he replace Dan Cortez? Shout out to Dan Cortez. Um, on MTV Sports. I know he did some, like, MTV Sports stuff. I don't know if he replaced him on that show or not. And then he thought he was a fucking actor. Um, and now he's a rapper. Like, he's a rapper now. Very interesting career on that, Simon Rex. But, um... Yeah, there's... There's just yeah, a lot that of... that rap battle was ridiculous. The rap battle, I thought, was fine. I mean, the Simon Cowell parody and, and cameos, he, that's whatever. That's his biggest regret in his life. Yeah, actually, there actually was an IMDb thing where he did regret doing it. <laughs> it's his biggest regret. Because also he was just like, he was uncomfortable doing it. Not that he said it was bad or whatever. Um, but it was. There's just so many big chunks of unfunny. It's like the Matrix stuff, not good. The Priest stuff, not good. The wake scene... The, one, the wake scene with Brenda and they're beating up the dead body and shoes are flying. Oh my god, that it's was like... so painful to watch and it's just escalating like it's a normal comedy bit you're gonna let it escalate and snowball and it's gonna be funnier and funnier and it's just not at all yeah um the same thing with uh the speech near the end of the movie when like uh cindy's talking to cody and she's like talking about his mom and it's it's like they partied that goes on for like three minutes and he's just reacting to it about, like, the Bosch's circumcision, his penis is upside down. I don't even know. And it's just, like, it just doesn't stop. And I'm like, this wasn't funny to start, and it's getting worse as it goes on. Yeah. And, there's like you said, there's so many fucking talented people in there's this. There's so many talented people, and it's just, like, ridiculous. I, and 
How many copies of the tape did they make? Everybody's watching this tape. If you're trying to analyze the I'm fucking to, plot to yeah, Scary Movie 3, you're in the I wrong am. fucking business. I'm a movie critic. I'm not in the wrong Shut business. Shut up. Samantha, there were aliens that were peeing out of their fingertips and kicking people in the crotch you, to say goodbye. But you don't know that that's not how they actually are. Have you ever met an alien? No. Okay, so then how can you judge? Hmm? So this is the movie you're going to put your fucking no, I didn't reviewer cap on and, and be like, oh, yes, I'm CinemaSins, and uh, uh, how many tapes did they make? And why did uh, fucking, what's that little uh, midget's name? Sorry, uh, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> Sorry. I think, I think it's fine that I use that word for Jeremy Piven. I think that's a- appropriate. Sure. Um... Like, he's showing it on the air and whatever. Like, there's just so much going on, and I don't know where to unpack all of it. Like, there's so much. Like, we keep jumping uh, back and I've been trying to go in order, but, like... It's, like, too difficult. So, again, it's so... too much. There, it's too there much. Are, I already mentioned the stuff that I thought was fine. Like... I liked... I, I mean, I always like Kevin Hart. I always like seeing Kevin, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart and Anthony Anderson do a decent job. They do a great job together. They, they do. They have good chemistry together. Apparently, Anthony Anderson. test screens, uh, people liked Anthony Anderson's character so much during reshoots, they added him just in scenes. Good. Because everyone liked him. Yeah. Um, and everyone everyone is all in. Like, Anna Ferris oh, yeah. and... Anna Ferris didn't have a choice. Anna Ferris and Regina An- Hall. They didn't have a no choice. There's no continuity from the first two movies at all. Regina Hall has died in both, in every scary movie she's been in. To my knowledge. Um, like, they're not giving up. They're still doing it full board. Uh, Charlie Sheen's having fun. Him and Denise Richards, again, dating this movie. Right, um, but... Were they already divorced? No, they were They were still together. Oh. You figure Charlie Sheen's freak out didn't happen until, like, much later. Like, we were in college when that happened. I don't know. Um, I feel like Leslie he's Nielsen, always been on the Leslie verge. Nielsen's always game. I wrote, like, man, Leslie Nielsen, save this, buddy. And he tried, but he couldn't. Uh, George Carlin is in this like comedy legends icons like money's getting thrown around to get Academy Queen Latifah had already been nominated for an Academy Award when she did this. Keep getting them checks, Queen Latifah. It's it's just oh. And Ja Rule was there. <laughs> My favorite note I wrote is Ja Rule is the most stale thing about this. <laughs> 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 the fact that the rapper at the time that got lines was Ja Rule, and the comedian that was getting lines was D.L. Hughley. It's like, holy shit, this movie is so 2003. No, no, no. So, so Ja Rule was not the stalest thing about this. Pootie Tang references are the stalest thing about this. Fuck that. I, my next to last note, the Pootie Tang references are fine by me. Because <laughs> it's so... I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> they hit the rule of threes on Pootie Tang references... But also, by the way, Pootie Tang came out like in 2000. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, still here. It's literally older than every movie that's being parodied in this movie. But they're still just talking about Pootie Tang. I mean, it's a good cast, some good scenes. There's Some of it made me laugh. Every, everybody, nobody, nobody important gives a bad performance. Like, everyone's performing well. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Anthony Anderson, Kevin Hart, Regina Hall, and Anna Faris, Leslie Nielsen. It just Nielsen. doesn't age that well. That's, no, it, you know. Uh, another thing from my notes here that hasn't aged well, the Michael Jackson bit. Yeah. It's just like, fuck. Like, those jokes were stale then. Like, uh, she's a girl, and the nose and the bodysuit falling off. And like, like, that wasn't 
clever in 2003. Yeah. And then the thing I think the biggest is like, so this was fine when it came out, but then everything after this was pretty much derided as being like the worst shit ever. Like, uh, what, what are they called? Like disaster movie and like epic movie, not another teen. No, not too many movies before this. Uh, but like meet the Spartans, like all that shit. Like, I think it's like the two main guys who ran the point, Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer, who've been pretty much like called out as like, they kind of re, like, I know that these are, are not the original spoof movies. There were spoof movies before the, the scary movie franchise, but the scary movie franchise kind of kickstarted it again into the public eye and created all these other spoof movies that I think they still make. I ha- just have to read. Uh, Jason Freeberg and Aaron Seltzer are an American-Canadian... That's the reason. American Canada working together to create comedy. Totally different. Film director and screenwriter known for making parody movies that have extremely unfavorable reviews. Uh, like Spy Hard... Oh, they did Spy Hard? Fuck. A date movie, disaster movie, Empire Suck. The duo has often been strongly criticized for their style of humor, regarded as lazily capitalizing on passing trends and mistaking scatological humor in fleeting references for jokes. Uh... They never won a. They've never won a Razzie. That's a tragedy. It's an absolute tragedy. What's the last thing they've done? Let me see. Announce projects. Uh, announce their intention to release. Who the fuck took my daughter? A Taken parody. That would have been funny. They uh, reportedly developing a parody of Star Wars called Star Worlds Episode XXIVE equals MC squared. The Force Awakens. The Last Jedi. Who went rogue? <laughs> so funny. But you know what? They got a shit ton of money. Jesus. Oh, they do like video on demand now. They have uh, they had one called Super Fast. Well, yeah, no one's gonna go pay to see their movies anymore. Best, what's best night ever? Man, ain't they get no stars? The Starving Games. Do you know what that's a parody of? <laughs> Diedrich Bader is in it. Remember Diedrich Bader? The dumb guy that's not Ryan Stiles from the Drew Carey show? Was his name Norm or something? No, that's cheers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I, I think, like, those guys, like, like you can see their influence versus other people's influence in, in this movie. Um, also, fuck. How insensitive, like, all the rap stuff is. Like, the scene at the end where, like, all the rappers come to, like, help. And they, it's not like they got, like, fucking Fifth Ward Weeby or something. They got, like... Method Man, Red Man, fucking Macy Gray, uh, like known people. uh, RZA, like, fucking hip-hop legends, to do, like, this really, uh, fucking Master P, like, these, like, really insensitive, like, gangster bits, that they all just, like, shoot each other and die, ha <laughs> buddy, no, it's not, <laughs> it's just bad, it's bad, it's just all bad, and then, like, the worst thing about it is, like, there are these fleeting moments of these these bits that land. And then also, like, some good callbacks. Like, Leslie Nielsen saving the day with the airplane shout. Like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a nice wink and a nod to, you know, somebody who's been an icon of this genre for, at that point, like, 20 years. But it's hard to enjoy when, you know, we just got through with... I, I just, all the gags escape me at this point. Fucking <laughs> Simon Rex throwing on somebody taking a dump. Which is kind of funny. Now that I say it aloud, it's, it's getting all right now. 
<laughs> Shit, this movie's great. <laughs> Fuck everything I just said. This movie's hilarious. I hate you. Um, have you seen all the movies that are parody? So I've never seen The Ring. No interest in seeing The Ring. So I never saw The Ring. I don't like scary movies. I never saw The Ring, but at the summer camp that um, I went to uh, with my best friend Carly Coffee, um, when we became counselors, um, we... Well, I wasn't a counselor yet. What grade would I... How old was I when The Ring came out? It was the year... It, it was 2002, year. so you would have been like 17 years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was counselor. Pro- no, 2002, was, you were like 15, sorry. 15. I think I was a counselor, and we made uh, haunted houses, and I had to be the girl from the ring because mm-hmm. I had long black mm-hmm. hair, well, brown hair, mm-hmm. and we did we would do Halloween in July. We would make this big haunted house, and it was really cool. We need to come up with costumes. It was Go a, on. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> and um, I just did that. I'd have to watch the scene, and I'd have to crawl out of the TV. And our, the our friend Madeline. That's the grudge. Oh, really? What's, oh, yeah, the ring's just, she's a uh, uh, pale silent bitch. Um, our friend Madeline does a great impersonation of the girl from The Grudge. I do The Grudge because Sarah, I saw The Grudge. Sarah Michelle Gellar was in that movie. Mm. So I saw it and I didn't take a shower for a week because my mirror looked at my shower. You're I... ridiculous and disgusting. No, uh, and it was scary. Signs, seen signs. Signs is fine. Seen signs. signs. Uh, of course, 8 Mile. Um, the Matrix. Yeah. I mean, those are the principal ones. What else? I think those are the main ones. Um, MVP and LVP. Where you want to start? I don't really care, man. <laughs> so long for the ride, bro. I, have, yeah, I don't. I don't really care. Uh, so I have it as a three-person race for MVP. I, I thought going into it that Anna Ferris was going to be a fucking lock, but I kind of have her behind the other two that I really want to promote. She's fine, but like none of these movies would be anything without Anna Ferris. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They, like, this movie's, these movies... Anna Ferris wouldn't be who Anna Ferris is without these movies, Very true. Too. Very true. But I personally thought that Charlie Sheen did a great job. He's Charlie Sheen. He, he knows what he's doing. He, he's very good at... He's almost kind of like the straight man in this. Like Charlie Sheen's never been called the straight man in his life. Not even in the bedroom. Um, my, MVP's, my MVP's Regina Hall. Regina Hall's amazing. Regina I Hall. I said that from the get-go. She's so Regina, good in this. Regina Hall is the only person that is, like, has a, a decent enough batting average in everything she does. She, I mean, she's Between, just, like, the, the, the fake uh, getting, like, injured gags and her kicking and fighting the ring girl and eating popcorn as it's coming out of the TV. Like, Regina Hall is very funny in this. Um, I'm sad it's not Leslie Nielsen, but... Leslie Nielsen being like, ah, Tupac, and Leslie Nielsen, you know, beating up kids and elderly people and, and guys with laryngectomies. Not for me. Uh, so I would go with Regina Hall. Are you fine with that? Yeah. Okay. LVP. Who are you thinking for LVP? Well, you said it's not that creepy-ass kid. It's not the creepy kid. I thought it was going to be Simon Rex, because Simon Rex is a part of so many of the bad He's moments. so bad. But... He, God damn it, if he's not giving it his all. Participation does not make you not LVP. So so value. So value, right? He's not valuable in the fucking least. He's not valuable at all. So I don't know why we're having this argument. I'm going to try to sway you still. He's so bad. But I think I just proved the point. 
like, so bad. Like the bit when like he's like telling the his niece that her teacher is dead. And it's he's, like, like he's trying to remember his lines, but you could see him trying to remember his lines. Like they didn't even edit around it. So my other two OVPs were no. going to be Pamela Anderson. Okay, maybe she's never right. been. But when, her tits are awesome. So yeah, they're great. When she you're getting outacted by Jenny McCarthy, like something's wrong. Something's wrong. And man, Joe Rule's pretty bad too. Man, Joe Rule's great. Don't don't disrespect <laughs> ja Rule's him. Pretty don't, bad. don't disrespect him. But didn't Pamela Anderson have that run of that very serious detective show? Is that right? What is that Nothing show your mother watched? Oh, uh, you're thinking of VIP. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was basically Baywatch out of the water. <laughs> the... Did your mom watch that? No, it was syndication. My mom doesn't have the patience to follow syndication. She doesn't. Why would my mom watch V? What about the show know. VIP makes you think of my mother? I don't know. That's so weird. She'd more so watch that librarian show that she had stacked, where Pamela Anderson like ran a bookstore. That's fucking hilarious, actually, when you think about it. I did. That's that's so good. Uh, I think Christopher Lloyd was on that show. Alexa. <laughs> Tell me about the TV show Stacked. Stacked is a comedy show starring Pamela Anderson, Brian Scolaro, and Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> a party girl starts a new life as an employee at a family-run bookstore. The series has an IMDb rating of 6.1 out of 10 and is rated TV PG. PG. So, I, uh, never mind. She just worked in the bookstore. <laughs> they didn't even make her own it or, like, inherit it or something. And she learns the magical life through books. No. Hey, I need a job. I have big tits. Can I work in your bookstore? <laughs> Fuck. I, we need to watch the show now. <laughs> we have so much to watch. I don't care. This is jumping to the top of my list. No, after Fireflies. Alexa, where can I watch the TV show Stacked? Sorry. I don't know that one. Of course, nobody does. <laughs> I'm looking up on Amazon right now. Uh, fine, fuck, you win. I don't let you win a lot, but Simon Rex, if I we're talking... he's just so bad. And if then we're talking rap? value, also the fact that he's a rapper now, well, he's supposed to be bad. He's... Yeah, he... Like, I... The way you say it now, like, he's trying his best, but it's because he's trying his best doesn't mean that what he's doing... Is good. In fact, the it's gags that he's shit. a part of are not funny, and his facial expressions and what he's doing are part of the reason as to why. I think I think that's what it was. I think that's why he reminded me of Ernest because his facial expressions look like he, he did was very earnest. much have. Okay, and now I now, see. He, he just looked like he was Ernest the whole time, just like that kind of dazed, like dazed and confused kind of look, like with his like mouth sure. open, like. So I can get the complete stack series. For $8.36 on Amazon Prime. And that is in my cart. You could have just told You know what the tagline is? Oh, uh, Alexa. Add the TV show Stack to my Amazon cart. Are you looking for TV show Stack? Never mind. <laughs> uh, the tagline of the show is, She sells books like you care. <laughs> No, it's not. I swear to God, it's on the fucking cover. Is it? It's right there. Hold on, I gotta see how many even episodes this is. This is happening. This is fucking happening. We are doing this. This is gonna be a Patreon exclusive. We are gonna binge watch Stacked. American sitcom. Oh, God. There's 19 episodes! 
<laughs> so we're actually, it's going to be a Patreon exclusive. We're going to bring you a special episode and we're going to try to rope. Why we're going to, we should rope Rich into watching The girl that played Tracy Turnblad in Hairspray is a regular on this show. We're going to try to get, we're going to try to rope Rich into watching this with us. And Steve do a special. Levit- it was created by Steve Levitan, you know, the guy who created Modern Fucking Family. So the we're going to, we're going to watch this. We're going to have a picked up mm-hmm. slash Married with Movies crossover episode. Oh, the five episodes unaired. The guy who created the 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 comedy most series that won the most Emmys of all time created ever. fucking stacked. Oh, this is gold. I'm so excited. This is gonna suck. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's, I can't wait. So when's it gonna get Regina Hall, I haven't ordered it yet. I will. Oh, I will. We I will. need to make sure we order a copy for Rich too. Regina Hall is the MVP. Simon Rex is the LVP. Let me go to my notes. Make this sure movie's the LVP. I didn't miss anything. Uh, talked about Denise Richards and Charlie Sheen, Michael Jackson stuff, rap stuff's bad. Pootie Tang, the airplane reference. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I mean, let me see my notes here. Uh, oh my God, what have we done? No context for this movie at all since we're not watching the first two. Pamela Anderson's tits. Keep getting them checks. Pamela Anderson's tits. <laughs> Keeping them checked, Cre- Pamela Anderson's tits. Creepy ass kid, keep getting them checks. Regina Hall, Kevin, and then I just like list about the About 30 I minutes like. left, you're like, I don't know how much I can stay awake. And I'm like, there is no fucking way that I'm letting you fall asleep. I said, I don't even know this. where to begin to unpack this movie. Ja Rule is there. It's all too much. <laughs> Those are my notes. It sounds like a club of Stefan tang, on Pootie SNL. Pooty Tang, Pooty Tang, Pooty Tang. Pooty Tang, Pooty Tang, Pooty Tang. Those are my notes, actually. That sounds like this is America. Pooty Tang, Pooty Tang, Pooty Tang. <laughs> Looty Gang, Looty Gang, Looty Gang. Um, also, this sounds like I called it Stefano, too. New York's hottest club is Scary Movie 3. <laughs> this place has everything. Ja Rule, people getting hit by vans, fake tits. <laughs> uh, I hate you so much for making me watch this movie. And is that a 12-inch uh, action figure? Of Will Smith? No, that's Kevin Hart. Um, you're welcome. And it, hey, we're done with it. We don't have to watch one and two. Who is all right? So we keep talking about one and two, four and five. I'm just gonna pull up the posters. No way. They're... I just want to see like what they could even possibly do. I know one of them starts with a saw parody with Shaq and Doctor Phil. Um, scary movie four. It's scary movie four. So the poster has Shaq and Doctor Phil. The little creepy Can jigsaw puppet. Uh, yeah, when I'm done. Uh, King Kong. Uh, Tom Cruise, but like jumping on the couch. I'm excited, Tom Cruise. Uh, a whore. Uh, the little boy from The Grudge. Um, Regina Hall is the girl from The Village. And Anna Ferris still. Bill Pullman is... Oh, Bill Pullman's in this. Anthony Anderson and Kevin Hart are still in it. Cloris Leachman, Michael Madsen, Leslie Nielsen... Yep, here's uh here's the poster to four. Yep, hilarious, yeah. right? Here's the poster to five. The fourth and final chapter of the trilogy is the uh is the tagline there. Hilarious. And the Anna Ferris and Regina Hall, this is their last uh, movies. Yeah. Scary movie five has uh I don't even know how to Let me let me see. Hold on, let me look. Let me Ted. Look. Ted in the back there. Oh fuck, that is Ted. Mike Tyson in BDSM gear. Cat Williams is a preacher. Snoop Dogg uh, just hanging out. Is that Ashley Tisdale? That's Ashley Tisdale. Uh, Charlie Sheen just as himself. I don't even know what these references are. 
Did this come out, like, that much later? So, Scary Movie 4 came out in 2006, so three years in between. And Scary Movie 5, yeah, did, Scary Movie 5 came out in 2013? Malcolm D. Lee directed it. That guy's got, like, a good career. Why did he do that? Why did he do that to yourself, Malcolm D. Lee? Yeah, the uh, the main stars in this one are Ashley Tisdale, and, oh, they brought him back, Simon Rex, <laughs> for number five. Yeah, he plays a completely different character. His name's Dan. Terry Crews is in this. Oh, man. Mac Miller, Jerry O'Connell, Usher, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I read that as Lindsay Lohan is himself. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Fuck it. All right. I think that's enough scary movie talk for anybody's lifetime. Time to score it. Uh, you drew it, so you score it first. Oh, man. See, I wasn't sure what to give this movie. Because it's bad. It's not that bad. There are funny parts. We did laugh. We've had a great time talking about but it. But it is bad. But it's pretty bad. So I'm going to give it... I don't know, man. I'm torn between two numbers. I can't give quarter scores. No. It's mm. fulls or halves. You can give it a... I'm going to be generous. Mm-hmm. Give it a four. Oh, wow. I was going to give it a three. <laughs> I was going to give it a three and a half. I was like, I'm, I was talking between a three and a half and a four. I mean, yeah, look, it's it's not good. It's not good. There's so many offensive fucking bits that aren't funny. I know, but I really love, I really loved, like, almost everything Regina Hall did. I really love Queen Latifah punching that girl in the face <laughs> and ripping her hair out. I really liked that part, to be quite honest with you. Um, You're a simple person. Yeah, sure. Um, yes. A three and a half for Scary Movie 3, I think, is the most appropriate score we've ever given out in our entire generous. life. I get to reach in the box. Uh, click is coming up soon. I know that sounds like a threat, but it's happening. It is a threat. Uh, what do we got here? I'm going to go kind of close to the top because it's been a little while. Oh, God. What is it? What are you hoping for? I don't know. I don't know. Something good. Not Scary Movie or Click. Oh, well, it's not click, but it kind of rhymes. Brick. <laughs> so our brick. next two podcasts are click and brick. <laughs> it sounds like rich and a dumb friend from high school. Um, <laughs> uh, brick is directed by Ryan Johnson. Uh, his like kind of breakout movie with um, a breakout performance by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If I'm not mistaken, it's like a... Noir-style uh, detective movie. Uh, I think it got nominated for an Academy Award. A 2006 neo-noir mystery film written and directed by Ryan Johnson in his directorial debut. Never seen it before. Um, yeah, it's a cult classic. People seem to like it. Who else is in it? Uh, not a lot of people I know. Richard Roundtree. Um, original Shaft. Cool. We got Brick and Click <laughs> coming your way. <laughs> and some Patreon episodes coming out soon, too, apparently. Once we get stacked. so uh, so Click, Brick, Stacked. <laughs> hey, what, what are you guys up to over there at Married with Movies? We're just getting Click, Brick, and Stacked. We sound Sounds like, like some, like, a Waffle House we... hash brown order. <laughs> <laughs> can I get my uh, Waffle House, can I get my hash browns Click, Brick, and Stacked, please? It just comes out with uh, the hash browns are smashed in a book. <laughs> they don't have books of Waffle House. Exactly. That's why you know it's going to be gross. Um, so our summer spent watching uh, Firefly is going to be ruined because we have to watch Stacked now. No, we're going to watch Firefly first. Um, 
But Stacked is coming. Trust me. We're going to do Stacked now. I'm so excited. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, to go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other podcasts in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe to those podcasts wherever you get them every single week. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content like the soon-to-be-happening Stacked uh, miniseries and all the other bonus content and goodies you get there. Follow us on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com, and uh, 250 on the horizon. So Click is going to be 246, Brick is going to be 247, which means we only have two episodes. We don't know what they're going to be before 250, which uh, I think we, I don't know if we mentioned it or not, so far is going to be The Seven Samurai. Our, the highest rated IMDb movie that we did not own at the time of episode 200. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Let's wrap no. this up. I gotta buy Stacked. Nothing else. Nothing else? Nope. Thanks for making me sit through that. You're welcome. I did fall asleep. Uh, so it's a sitcom, so that is like nine and a half hours <laughs> of Pamela Anderson. It was like 22 minutes, so hold on, let's do the math real quick. Do the math. We'll break it down minute by minute. Mm-hmm. Minute by minute. Uh, so let's, oh, no, nope, I went to Wikipedia again. 22 minutes times 19. That's 418 minutes divided by 60. It's about seven hours of Pamela Anderson book humor. How many times is she going to have the book upside down? Four times in the first episode. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. For a mullet. This is mullet. Signing out. We're married with movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Can't wait till we watch. Click bricked and stacks. No, you know, what's slick? Uh, Dick. The movie Dick with Kirsten Dunst about uh, Richard Nixon. Oh, yeah. We do not own that movie. We should. I we think should. it was with Kirsten Dunst and uh, Michelle Williams. I think. Ooh, and Dan Hedaya as Nixon. Character actor Dan Hedaya. What? He's the dad from Clueless. What's his name? Dan Hedaya. Huh? Hedaya. It's a Dan Hedaya outcast joke. Bravo. And I made made fun of the guys who wrote the disaster movie. (laughs) I love really big TVs. The former Mrs. Lee busting on my friends. And twins. I love waking up to play video games all day, watching my team win. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.